everything Oilers. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex, where oil country shops for printers and office equipment. Service is their business. On Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Second hour of Oilers Now. Uh, I believe we are back on the air. I'm not sure what happened uh, during that commercial break, but uh, we are live with Oilers Now, brought to you by Digitex Canada's largest Canon dealership, where their main goal is to save you time and money in providing true Alberta service. Check them out at digitex.ca. Uh, we will hear from Justin Schultz in this segment on Oilers Now. He uh, spoke to the media after practice today. Uh, we'll hear from him. Uh, we will take your phone calls as well. 780-496-0063 and uh, your text message is 630-630. A lot to get to. A lot of people want to jump in here, so we'll take some time to do that here on Oilers Now. Some guests on Oilers Now receive gift certificates to Japanese Village. The right choice for a celebration for the senses with three convenient locations to serve you, Northgate, downtown, and on the south side. For a second there, Brandon, when you told me uh, we were going off the air, I thought, oh, they just pulled the plug on the show because I was hosting. I was like, oh, no, I must be doing something bad. Like I said, we're, we're going to be burning the station down today. It's kind of confusing, too. Brandon and Brendan. And there's even a Brenton here. It's all good. <laughs> that's why they call me BU. Oh, is that why? Yes. I was going to say, I thought that's why they called you just Ulrich. Well, just Bob to does that. Se- separate from the confusion. We have... Uh, People on hold. Text is 630-630. Uh, we'll get to the phone calls here right now. Alex is uh, going to drop the puck. Alex, how are you doing? Oh, I'm doing good. Thank you very much for having me on. How hey, thanks for doing? waiting. Thanks for waiting. You waited a while. You're welcome. Uh, yeah, so I'd like to make three points, if I may, um, to answer the question that was presented about Schultz, what could the team get for him? And, and uh, I think it's irrelevant now. I don't care what uh, you get for him. I don't. Even if you get a fifth rounder or whatever, you're not going to resign this guy. So they, I think the answer is it's irrelevant. He doesn't belong on this team. Uh, my second uh, point is we have three players making six million dollars: Hall, Eugene Hopkins, and Everly. When things are going just fine and dandy, and they're making their points, everyone goes rah rah rah, and everyone's happy around the boys, and we want a game. And but when there's adversity. I don't see those players put out 100%. Even when Nugent Hopkins is healthy, he's probably the best defensively out of the three. But out of those uh, three guys, they don't bring it every night. They never have. And I'm not too sure if they are, are going to. I think we've seen the ceiling on Hall and Everly. Now, I want to say this. I think Hall would probably be the best person to dangle at the uh, trade. And then you're probably people are probably going to chime in and say, what are you talking about? Hall's our leading scorer. And, uh, you know, and, and we need this guy. The thing is, we haven't won with him. And we're not going to win with this guy in the years to come. He's a floater. I've seen him float too many games. I don't care about the point. My third point I'd like to make is that I'm, I'm a, a mini-pack holder. And I'm going to go see the honors on Sunday. And last night I managed to get on your show, too. And I expressed some uh, total frustration. And, you know, I don't know what to do, you know, about how I feel about going to that game. You know, I pay $153 per seat. It's in the middle and uh, 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 center ice halfway up the booth. So that's $300 for the pair, $20 for parking. And then I go in there and I spend about 45 to $50 uh, uh, buying dinner for my girlfriend. You add it up, you know, that's about $400 to go see a hockey game. And I'm an average breadwinner. You know, I don't make a big salary. I don't make uh, 80, 90 grand. You know, I make about 65 grand a year. That's it. 
That's why I can only afford a mini pack. So I look at that $400 the night out for two and a half hours, three hours entertainment, and I'm thinking to myself, I'm crazy. Why don't I take two of those games and go to Mexico or Cuba for a week? At least I'll get some entertainment for seven days in the sun. You know, I'm, I'm starting to second-guess myself about, yeah, it's nice to go see the Oilers. It's nice to put on my Glenn Anderson uh, number nine and uh, go there and show uh, that I'm a fan or supporter because I've been a long-time fan. I've been there right from day one. I'm, I'm, I was 17 years old when they won their first cup. I loved watching that team grow from 80 to 85, but that's a long time ago, a long time ago. And the thing is, we haven't won for a lot of years, and I have, I have no loyalty anymore to those players that are on there who don't bring in 100%. I still will have loyalty for the Edmonton Oilers because I will always bleed this, uh, the colors. But it's getting to that point where I'm asking myself, why am I doing this? Like, you know, so that's what I'd like to say. Alex, I uh, appreciate uh, the passion. Good stuff. I think a lot of people uh, share your support right now. We need to move on to another caller, though, but uh, it's tough. It, everyone's frustrated. Um, I don't know what to say about that. I'm not a Payne fan right now. I, I Luckily, um, I get to watch all the home games for free. Uh, so Alex, uh, voicing his opinion there, uh, bringing the passion, some fire here on Oilers. Now, a lot of fans are upset, and rightfully so. Season hasn't been good, and uh, more was expected this season, to say the least. Your comments on Hall, uh, I do think he would fetch uh, the most in a trade. Um, I don't think he's... Uh, I think Hall consistently brings it night in and night out, though I don't agree that he's a floater. Uh, but if you if you want to trade a guy like that, I do think he uh, brings the most back, and I think at this point, Shrelly is open to uh, anything that doesn't involve number 97. Uh, let's go to Chris from Phoenix Online, too. Chris, how you doing? I'm great. Uh, long-time Oiler fan. I've, I always, uh, you know, wish that I lived in Edmonton, but I don't know. I, I think I'd be uh, I'd be banging my head against a, a table right now if I was living in Edmonton because, you know, I live and die by this team. And, and I'm going to say something. Uh, people aren't going to like this, but um, out of the, the top three players we have, Hall, Nuge, and, and Ed, Two of those three are going to be gone. I don't see two of those three being here next year. Uh, if we if we seriously want to make uh, you know a push to, to get better, uh, those are going to be our, our best uh, dangling pieces. Along with uh, with this first pick, depends on where where it lands. Um, and out of those, and out of the, the three, the one that I would keep, in all honesty, to me is Nuge. I think Nuge is out of those three players, he is the best all around player. He plays in in all all three zones. Like I've watched a number of games here when he played, and he's he's in on the four check. A lot of times he actually gets the puck out of that four check, you know, and he blocks shots. He's he's better out of all three in the in the defensive zone. And in all honesty, you win with centers. You know, if you look at all the all the teams that have won in, uh, the Stanley Cup for Lord knows how many years, you need centers. And and I look at uh, and San Jose had, didn't win a cup, obviously, but. Uh, with McClellan, he had three top centers, and he played uh, two of the three on the on the top two lines with Marlowe, Pavelski, and Thornton. And I have no no issue with uh, us doing the same thing as long as we add another big body on one of those top two centers or those top two lines that can actually bang. And then move, I would move down, I would move Pooh down to the third line because I think ultimately, you know, he'd be a much much better third liner. 
with uh, with a legit third line center that could that could score and 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 bang also. And if we by some miracle win this uh, this lottery, like Bob said yesterday, I would I'd be calling Arizona, and I would be putting a package together to get all of Ekman Larson. I know people are going to say, well, why would they trade their best defenseman? I've been down here for uh, since 2001, and this this team is lacking a franchise uh, grabbing player. And I think Matthews being the first overall pick, being from down here in 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 the Phoenix Scottsdale area, I think he would draw a lot of people. And that's to me, they need to draw fans down here more than more so than they need to to put wins. So. I'm going to let you go, and uh, people can uh, flame on me, and uh, it is what it is. Let's go Oilers. Hopefully we can turn this thing around and uh, love the show, and I need a life because now I'm calling Bob, too, along with Reed. So <laughs> let's, go, let's go Oilers. Hey, you're a great caller, Chris. Thanks for chiming in. Um, just to comment on your, your thoughts there on Oliver Ekman Larson, it, I know Bob said that yesterday if the Oilers get the first overall pick, I do think they, they would be able to trade it for Oliver Ekman Larson. Uh he has, let me just see here, what is it? three years left on his deal after this season. Would it, would he stay in Arizona after that? I don't know. And Arizona would have Austin Matthews, a home-growing product, for the next seven or eight years at least. And, of course, he's a player that can bring in fans in that area. So I really do think Arizona would consider that, and they would have to consider that if uh, the Oilers were looking for a defenseman like that, and he'd be at the top of my list uh, if they were to trade that first overall pick. That's the thing. I don't know if Hall, Nugent Hopkins, or Everly gets you a bona fide number one. To get a player like Ekman Larson, it will need to be the first overall pick, in my mind. Let's go to Bob on line three. Bob, how you doing? Hey, how are you? How are you doing? Sorry. Uh, just like to make a comment on people's mindset. Um, years ago, we used to be hockey fans. And then, and then we went through that period of time where we heard the phrase, hockey is now a business. Um, I think that's when I kind of got the idea that now I wasn't a fan anymore. I was more of a consumer. And where I'm going with this is, as consumers, we have to decide where we spend our money. I'm going back to a couple of calls back here. The gentleman was talking about a $400 night to go to the hockey game. Well, you're a consumer, and if that's what you decide to do with your money, that's what you decide to do with your money. You can go to Mexico, or you can do something else with your money, but I think we're not truly fans anymore, and I think that is the frustrating part of all this. We like to think of ourselves as fans, but we're not being treated as fans, and the economics of it just don't add up to be nothing more than just a consumer nowadays. Fair comments, Bob. Anything else? No, that's it. I'm disappointed as everybody else is. I really did think I was going to jump back into the Oilers thing this year and enjoy the game. Very, very, very disappointed where this has gone. Thanks for, thanks for, thanks for your time. Bye for now. Good stuff, Bob. Thanks. It's 118 in Edmonton. We'll take a timeout. Joe, Scott, hang on. 
Jim, hang on. We'll get you on here. Or there's now a lot of text messages I would love to get to as well. We'll keep the calls going right until... 145. Uh, we will talk with uh, Dyson Mayo of the Edmonton Oil Kings. Then Jerry Fleming uh, has to attend a personal matter, so we'll try to catch up with Jerry Fleming tomorrow, our Friday here on Oilers. Now we'll continue to go interactive here. Uh, I'll tell you, the Oilers fans are bringing some passion today, and I love it. This is Oilers Now. This is Oscar Clefbaum from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 6:30 Shad. It's 121 in Edmonton. This is Oilers Now. Have you ever been to the Coaldale Arena? ATB Financial has. That's where they surprised a young head coach, Colby Stone, an ATB home ice hero with $5,000. Watch Colby's story and nominate your own hero, atb.com slash home ice. Uh, the Oilers practice today in Leduc. Uh, I think they need a spark, and uh, I would maybe consider swapping the lines, make some wholesale line changes here, but they did have Zach Cassian uh, with Taylor Hall and Leon Drysettle today, Purcell and Cassian swapping lines. Uh, we'll hear from Justin Schultz in the one thirty segment here on Oilers Now. We'll get to Joe and Scott here right away as well on hold. Uh, a quick text message I want to hit on here from the trade boss. He says, enough about the never-ending woes of the Oilers, just hopefully it doesn't last another decade. Let's talk about uh, some championship-caliber teams, just out of curiosity. What are your thoughts on contenders in the NHL this season and in all the other major sports this year? Well, that's funny that you asked that because I'm actually on the clock in one of my... My, uh, This is a good idea for other fans out there that are upset with how the season has went and they want to, you know, change focus here a bit, get excited for the playoffs... Me and my friends do a a, a thing called the Championships League Draft. You draft a team from each sport. You get, well, we have 10 guys involved in this. You get 7, 8, 9, 10 guys involved. You draft a team from each sport. If that team makes the playoffs, you get a point. Every round they move on, you get another point. And uh, if they get to the championship, you get an extra point. If they win the Cup or in the World, they win the World Series. It's all four major sports. So I'm actually on the clock in this draft right now. I need to draft a hockey team. And I waited till the end, basically, to draft a hockey team. So a lot of the good teams are gone. The Caps are gone. Uh, Chicago's gone. So I'm looking at teams like St. Louis, San Jose, and uh, Pittsburgh. Maybe the Rangers. Tampa Bay is gone. Florida's gone out east. In the west, Chicago, Anaheim, L.A., all gone. Dallas is gone. So it's a fun idea for anyone out there. To, to get involved, you can cheer for all four sports. It's a year-long thing, a good thing to do with your buddies. But if you want to text in, who should I draft? I'm on the clock now for a hockey team, 630-630. Considering St. Louis, Rangers, Pittsburgh, Nashville, Dallas has gone as well. So not a lot of options, but if you if you think an underdog can at least win a couple rounds and get me a few points, chime in. Let's go back to the phone lines. Uh, Joe is on line one. Hey, thanks for taking my call. Um, I just wanted to comment on something uh, Todd McClellan said yesterday. Um, you know, it, maybe it was Peter Shirelli. I think it was Todd McClellan. But talking about, um, you know, you need 10, 10 guys in the room to, to ultimately elevate the group to, to, to bring them up and win games. And I think that that Yeah, that was McClellan, I believe, after the game McClellan. last night. Yeah. So we sit here and talk trades and holes in defense. I honestly think that the, the thing that's just, gone and missing from this group is a sense of identity and pride. Um, I, I think I think the problem with the strategy that you call it the max tier low low strategy of 
you know, tanking to draft high is that you get a bunch of individuals that have carried teams on their shoulders uh, just solely. And not to say that the rest of the team didn't help, but they, they kind of have that identity of, of being able to do it all themselves. And then you get these almost individualistic players that, that play well as individuals, but maybe, you know, maybe miss the concept a little bit that it takes a whole group of people with a bunch of pride to, to win. And you can point just south of us in Calgary where you've got, you know, a, a strong blue line. Sure, there's great individual players, but but really you don't. You see them winning despite having maybe a lack of pedigree that the Oilers have. And uh, I, I, I honestly think that the changes that need to be made are pretty drastic to be able to find the right group to be able to take it to that level of winning because it's missing right now. You, you just don't have it. You don't have, you don't have a group of players that, you know, a group of 10 that are going to, you know, be able to push the, everybody in the dressing room up and, and, and win. Joe, thanks for the comments. I do, I do agree with you. Uh, I think while at least one player on the, the core will be moved at the deadline here, I think three players at least will be shipped out uh, in the off season. There'll be, I think at least two big trades that will have to happen. So yeah. I can't speculate on what that will be. We don't know uh, what Shirelli is thinking. We don't know what other teams are offering. And uh, in the off season is when all 29 teams in the league can offer something for one of the other's core players. Right now, you look at some of these teams, they can't bring in $6 million salaries. So we'll see what happens. But yeah, I do think there will be changes. Thanks for the comments, Joe. Uh, Scott will have the last call this segment. We uh, will continue with calls after the one thirty news. Uh, more text messages as well. And uh, we'll hear from Justin Schultz and Dyson Mayo. Uh, but first, uh, Scott is on line five. Scott, welcome to Oilers Now. Hey, Brendan. How's it going? Not bad. Yourself? Oh, really good. Thanks. Uh, so i got more of a question for you instead of a rant. Um, just wondering. Um, I, know, I know Bob had said that uh, Justin Schultz might have uh, more value than, than we think in the trade market. Um, but in regards to that, I was just wondering, with his RFA status, if he gets traded, does another need, another, the team that, he, that acquires him need to qualify him at that you know, $4 million mark? As far as I understand the CBA, yes, I believe they would. So wouldn't that drastically decrease his value? Yeah. I so it's basically a, a rental. Player. Yeah. So I think it would be sort of like a rental thing right now for a playoff team. You mentioned those comments from Bob. That was, I think, a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. I don't the, think the other teams saw last night's game. but Yeah. <laughs> like the last couple of games for Schultz haven't been good. So I think, oh, I know Mark Spector put out a tweet last night that he asked uh, a couple scouts that were in attendance last night if he thinks uh, a playoff team right now would bring in a Justin Schultz and I don't think I think they answered no the two scouts he talked to so yeah I'd have to agree <laughs> maybe it's a team like uh, that's out of the playoffs that maybe sees uh some you know some long-term growth potential for Justin Schultz they bring him in and try to you know sign him next year but I don't know okay well thanks Brennan <laughs> we'll see what happens thanks for the call Scott yeah Schultz's value has uh, decreased without a doubt um if there was a scout in attendance last night Clearly, I don't think they uh, they like what they saw, but uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, Brandon, quickly give us uh, the update on the uh, 630 Chet Pledge. Oh uh, yeah, 630 Chet Heart Pledge Day. Uh, we're going to be going live at 2 o'clock from the Mazankowski Alberta Heart Institute. And of course, if you want to donate, you can always call the number, and that is at uh, 780 up uh, just I have totally lost here 407 2200 once again 780 407 2200 as little as $10 and if you really want to be generous as much as a thousand wow that'd be great 
Yeah, you can go to 630Ched.com as well. And uh, some great stories coming up with uh, Jalen and I and Andrew Gross uh, in the 2 o'clock hour here on 630Ched all day long. Up until 6 o'clock, you said, right? So, something to look forward to. I know a lot of Oilers fans are upset, you know, talking about the Oilers. But uh, you'll put a smile on your face if you listen past uh, the 2 o'clock hour here after Oilers now is done on uh, 6.30, Chad, some of the stories that will be told. Uh, 129 in Edmonton, Eileen Bell has the 1.30 news. More phone calls, text messages, tweets, emails. We're going interactive still. We'll hear from Justin Schultz and uh, Dyson Mayo of the Edmonton Oil Kings in the final 15 minutes on Oilers now.